Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back for another episode of the Confident Girl Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Thompson, but I'm also the founder and CEO of Self Love Beauty and the co-founder of Oh Infinite Love. My passion is all about creating a world where everyone is empowered to love themselves and achieve anything that they desire. I truly want people to have confidence, feel supported, and have a community that wraps their arms around them. And that is what we are here today to do, is to teach you things to help you grow in your confidence. This podcast is your go-to for learning ways to be more confident, fearless, and self-loving. So come along on this journey with me. Welcome to another episode of The Confident Girl. I am Lisa Thompson. I am your host, but I'm also the founder and CEO of Self Love Beauty and the co-founder of Oh Infinite Love. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, You know, I always start off the show sharing a little bit about where I'm at in my life, but I first want to just say that before we get into that, I'm really excited for today's episode. We'll be talking about having self-love and being in touch with your body. So it's going to be really awesome what we're going to be talking about, and I'm excited to share some of my own experiences with that and then have our guest Erica Smith on in a second. But for real quick, um, I talked a couple weeks, you know, I've been talking about the journey of self-love beauty, the journey of um, Oh Infinite Love, and I will say right now, um, I took a few days off of work. Well, I I guess I should preface it of saying I slept in a little bit more. I never stopped working because I love what I do, but I really want people to start utilizing that time to give themselves permission to take breaks. And so I've been really practiced or actually been preaching this. And I totally believe if you're going to preach it, you have to practice it. So more and more, I'm finding myself stepping back, practicing mindfulness more than I ever have before. Before it was maybe three minutes a day. I'm up to 10 now, just really trying to focus on my own self-love and confidence journey. Because as I ramp up, you forget about yourself. And that's really what I don't want for people. And so I'm just sharing with the world right now that you can do it. I'm doing it. I, you know, I work seven days a week, but I'm really trying to take that time off and, um, having girls trips, having time with my friends and honestly sleeping. I've never knew how important sleep was until I really, um, (laughs) got sleep. And now I'm like, Oh, I can't function without it. So just wanted to share that with everybody. Um, because I think it's important for your own self love and confidence journey to have that. So, okay. So today we are going to be talking about having self-love and being in touch with your body. This is going to be a really awesome conversation to have. It's one that we've really never had before, but I have learned a lot about this over my life. Um, I actually went to South America a couple of months ago or actually a year ago, not a month ago, Lord. And I realized that that was something that we were learning. We were learning how to love on our bodies and take care of our bodies. So I'm bringing on Erica Smith today. She is our guest and she's going to really be talking about this. She's very educated, very experienced in this field. And so Erica, can you just um, kind of introduce yourself, kind of give some background about yourself and then we'll go from there. Sure. Uh, Thank you for having me. So I am a sexuality educator. My educational background is specifically in human sexuality. I have a master's degree of education in human sexuality studies. So what that means for me is that I educate other folks about all different aspects of human sexuality, which is way more than 
just people having sex. It has to do with body image. It has to do with our sexual orientation, our gender identity, how we relate to other people, um, the messages that we get for, from society, how our relationships are. So it's really a, it's a big um, area. And my focus used to be on teenagers. I would do this work with teenagers. And now I've been working more with adults lately, um, helping folks learn everything that they need to know in order to really embrace the sexuality aspect of their lives, because that is a big part of health. I love it. And I think this is such an important topic because so many of us are just, to be honest, not educated. We don't know that it is okay to love on ourselves. I remember when I was in South America, like I shared, we all were in a pool. We were at a yoga retreat and we, um, we basically told ourselves like, give yourself a hug. So many times we hug other people, but we don't take that moment to hug ourselves, to touch those parts of our bodies that need healing. And so through your education, what have you seen as um, basically a need that people should be doing more and um, why? Okay. Um, oh, there's so many things. Um, first of all, because this, I mean, acknowledging that this is a very taboo subject in our society, um, in American society, we hypersexualize everything, but we also are very uptight when it comes to actually talking about sex and our bodies and giving people factual information. So one big need I see is folks, um, especially women, not realizing that they are entitled to pleasurable experiences um, and not knowing how to get those pleasurable experiences. So I think a big part of self-love is actually sexual self-love and acknowledging that you deserve pleasure and there's nothing shameful about giving yourself pleasure and seeking out sexual pleasure. Absolutely. And also too, I think it's just back to the word self-love. So, um, and like, it can be as sexual as you want it, but it can be as simple as a hugging yourself and telling yourself that you love yourself. Um, confidence comes in all aspects, but I think so many times we have so many body image issues out there. I, for one, have had them for years. I talk about it a lot. I think there's, um, I don't think we ever meet a man or a woman who hasn't had them in their lives. And so um, why do you think it's important that we look at our bodies um, with love and with confidence and how does that portray ourselves in, into um, basically society once we do that? Um, I mean, we are, we hold the key to our own healing, right? So if we have difficulty with our body image and we feel very detached from our body, um, we're not going to be able to experience like the full range of the human experience, which is sexual behavior and sexual relationships. So um, it is hugely important to love your body and feel like in your body, not detached from it. And it doesn't exist just to provide beauty and pleasure to other people. It also exists to provide you with comfort and beauty and pleasure. So um, I'm like, did I answer that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honest. I think the the interesting thing that you say is like we are the key to our to our own healing, and so many times when we are trying to heal, we 
we go to the external audiences. We go to other people. We go to food. Mm -hmm. um, we go to cutting ourselves. We go to all these other situations, but really it's about taking care of ourselves and healing those processes. Um, and so what are some techniques that our audience could use to maybe heal? Like I was saying, like giving yourself a hug and maybe even to like taking breath work in, but what are some other techniques that you would um, think for them to do? Mm -hmm. um, with a lot of the folks I work with, um, one key is really acknowledging um, past trauma that they may have experienced in regards to their sexuality. And that, that can mean, um, you know, seeing a therapist and working through harmful things that have happened to them. But it can also mean like thinking hard about how, how people responded to your body as a child. Like, were you taught that it was okay to look the way you look? Were you taught that it was okay to touch yourself? Were you taught that it was shameful to be naked? Like examining those messages that we got as children and sort of working through them and deciding that we aren't going to carry them anymore can be very, very healing. Um, learning all that you can about how your body works can be very healing because if, if it's not a mystery and you realize that everyone else's body is doing the same stuff, it can make you feel more confident in yours. Yeah. Um, so yeah, learning, talking about and reconciling with, with the messages you received as a child. Um, uh, those are two big, two really big things for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think too, um, this is my, I guess my next question then is, so it's not just, um, it, obviously it is a lot of like our childhood, it, but it's also about, um, not, it's about Twitter. It's about Facebook. It's about social media, Instagram. It's all of the, the people that we're seeing. And so we're comparing ourselves to that. So what is your advice there with those pieces? Because in a sense, it, that is a trap, like that is bringing out a lot of emotions for me. Like yeah. I look back at certain things. And so I just think that that's important to also recognize that those are issues as well. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the, you know, you've probably heard the phrase or said the phrase like, like comparison is the thief of joy. Like the more you compare yourself to other people, the more you're going to take away your own joy. And that's absolutely true when it comes to your experience of sex and relationships. If you're looking to what everyone else seems to be doing. So if you're, you know, only getting information from like influencers and how perfect things look for them and from reality shows and from memes, like you are not going to get the full picture. And if you're comparing your experience to the bodies that you see on social media and the bodies that you see on reality television, that is going to rob you of the ability for you to experience joy and pleasure. We can all experience pleasure and we don't have to like look a certain way in order to do it. So what is your advice for people that are, are feeling that way, that they are comparing themselves to it? I mean, we can't just say to people, well, stop comparing yourself. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's not just going to happen overnight. No. Um, one of the things that I am an, I very strongly believe in is if, if social media, if you're seeing the same things over and over, recognize which things trigger you to feel badly about yourself and maybe mute them or unfollow them for a while and also try to fill your feed with diverse body shapes and representation of folks who might look more like you or who are enjoying their bodies, even if their bodies don't fit what our societal expectations are around how we should look. And I can 
I find it really healing to see people experiencing joy and pleasure in all types of bodies. And that can really make, that can really get into your psyche and make you feel better and less, you know, less anxious about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you said the trigger thing. Trigger's huge for me. Um, I think people don't even take the time to realize what is their trigger, what's causing them to feel these certain things. But once you take that moment of being like, okay, I feel a certain way after X, Y, Z, what is the trigger and really deep dive drill into it. It's like you open this whole new world of emotions that you probably didn't even feel. Um, and I say that because I will say that the word sexuality, sex probably does trigger people to feel super uncomfortable. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. Um, and it's, and it's not, it, and it's not just about intimacy with someone else. It's more mm -hmm. so, I mean, I think about the intimacy of holding someone's hand. Yeah. Of hugging. Um, we live in a world where loneliness, and I've talked about this already on a podcast where loneliness is up 16% since 2018, but we wonder why. And then we also have the stigma about sexuality and about taking care of ourselves. And so it's just so interesting that these two things are not like no one seeing the correlation between saying like, it is okay to hug. It's okay. Yeah. To hug hands, and it is okay to hug yourself too. Yes. Um, are you familiar with the term skin hunger? Yes, I am, but I don't yeah. know about audience. Okay. Is. So skin hunger refers to our natural human. It is a physical need that we have touched from other people. Um, starting when we're infants, if we are not held and touched adequately by the adults around us, it can significantly affect our development. And as adults, we do not lose the need for skin hunger. So it is extremely beneficial to us to touch and hug and just be intimate with other people. And that is a natural human drive. Um, just sexual desire and the desire to touch just for intimacy are both really, really natural, normal human experiences. And part of what I love to do for people is normalize them, let them know that there's nothing wrong with you if you want to experience intimacy, if you have, if you have desire. It's like how we are programmed to work. Absolutely. And I think too, it's one of those things where obviously be safe, be smart, and just also be educated. I think that the biggest thing is I talk to a lot of my friends now, and I think a lot, of, or just people in general, it was the education piece. It's you hear things and you stick with it. Like don't do this or do this, or then we rebel or we don't rebel, or we just don't know. And exploring it, but also just education. Like it is okay to try to get educated in this space because I'm trying to think of an analogy, but like you wouldn't just drive a car without taking classes and learning yes. and becoming educated. Same thing with this. It's like, yeah. we, we just expect everybody to know everything. And then we're embarrassed when we mm -hmm. don't, or even too back to the, you know, hat wanting touch and wanting hugs and wanting to be around people just mm -hmm. in general. Yeah. Um, People get awkward about it. And it's like, no, let's love on each other. Imagine if the world loved on each other more. Right. And in our, in our, you know, in American culture, we, we don't talk about this subject very often and we don't educate folks very well. So for a lot of folks, they didn't get this kind of information from their families or they didn't get it in school. And now they're adults and they're like, how can I learn how my body works? And how can I learn how my relationship should work? And um, 
it's, it's information that you kind of have to intentionally seek because we are just so guarded about it. Yeah. And I think too, when you were saying that about just kind of getting to know your body, it's not just about the sexuality piece either. It's health related. Mm -hmm. Understanding like this is happening to my gut when this is happening. I'm getting headaches about this. I'm obviously this is happening and it's knowing that your body is reacting to things in different ways. What's causing you anxiety and it's knowing your body. Like I think because I went on my own self-love journey, I know my body better than anybody. Yeah. And I think that, that is so important because if you don't take care of all of these desires that your body has, they're also too like health related. Like I, I had a lot of struggles with stomach issues, but now it's like, that's my own fault if this happens, <laughs> because, but I know my body and I know what I can handle and I know what I can't. And so I think that that's another piece too, is just that's the journey of self-love. It's understanding your body. It's understanding all of its needs. Mm -hmm. um, you and I are two different humans. So we need different things, very similar, but also your body is going to react to something different than mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, the sexual health piece is just one piece of the pie of overall health, but it's one that it's really important to be in touch with. If we ignore it, that's, you know, we're, we're going to cause problems in that area. Absolutely. And I love that this is what you're educating people on. So why, like what, what's your purpose with it? I mean, I, yeah. I talk a lot about why my purpose with self-love beauty is. So what's yours? Mm -hmm. um, that's a great question for me. I find that talking to people about sex, sexuality and sexual health empowers them. Um, it provides them with knowledge that can let them live life in the way that they want to, let them live their best lives, let them live their fullest, most, health, most healthy lives. And it's really information and education that reduces the shame that a lot of people carry around. And to me, that is incredibly powerful. I find that this kind of education liberates people and really makes them feel like they can be in control. And it's such a such a core part of being a human that I think that we need to talk about it. And when we don't, um, we cause issues. Absolutely. I love that. And I love that that's your purpose because it, we all have to work together to empower people in so many different ways. And so before we um, end here, what is one piece that you would like to leave the audience with? Um, I would leave the audience with, you have the right to learn how your body works. You have the right to learn how to take care of it, and you have the right to feel pleasure in your body. Um, there is nothing wrong with that. It is a human right to feel pleasure, and we are designed for it. So whatever I love that means to you. <laughs> yes. Well, I think it's so important, everybody listening, in that you take away these great things of knowing that you are in charge of your body, you are in charge of your healing process, and it is up to us to join the self-love journey of your own. So the reason self-love has self in it is it's because it's about you. It is about your loving yourself and your desires and your needs and your wants. And so I just think that it's so beautiful for us to continue to be um, empowered, to love our bodies, to love who we are and to have confidence in that. Absolutely. Um, so everybody listening in today, I hope that you took away some really awesome things. It's a topic that we haven't really talked about in a different way when it comes to self-love and it's so awesome 
awesome. So I want you all to just wrap your arms around yourself right now and give yourself a big old hug and just tell yourself all the affirmations you need. Maybe it's I'm beautiful. Maybe it's I'm strong. Maybe it's I'm intelligent. Touch the parts of your body that might need some healing. Um, for me, I have a knee injury. So I always just make sure that like I rub on those pieces and tell myself that, you know, it's, it's still beautiful with my scars or areas that I'm not loving on my body as much. Like this has my two legs get me to this point and my feet get me here. And so those are so important when it comes to your self-love journey. So thank you so much again, Erica, for being on the show. It's yeah. so great talk about this. You're so educated. And I love talking to people that have this passion who are going out to empower others. So everybody, thank you so much for tuning in for another great episode of The Confident Girl. Remind yourself to always continue to spread love and confidence to everybody that you meet. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you took away so many tools and resources that you can have on your journey to confidence, to be the most fearless person that you want to be and have that self-love we all are longing to have. Remember, you have a community here at Self Love Beauty and on the Confident Girl Podcast and also with O Infinite Love. Everything that I do, I want people to have confidence. I want them to be fearless and I want them to have self-love. So email me at info at selflovebeauty.com. And thank you again for listening and continue to grow to be the best confident person you can be.